Well, we are here this evening to mark the uh, 25th anniversary of being ordained to the priesthood of uh, Father Pete. Now, Father Pete, his uh, friends who are his brother priests refer to him as the Mad Viking. I know that. His friends know that as well, by the way. And I just wanted to let everybody know that the nickname Mad Viking, that happens just to be the one that we can use in public. <laughs> no, Father P, 25 years of the priesthood, that's uh, an august achievement. You've been ordained a priest 25 years. The Catholic Church still stands. <laughs> So we have, brothers and sisters, we have two reasons to rejoice this evening. You know, I look over here too and I see uh, my brother priests and I notice that Father Pete uh, seemed to make a real effort to invite, you know, the troublemakers. Don't record this, Chad. So, brothers and sisters, that raises the question, why was I invited? No, it is, uh, Father Pete, of course, we're all here because we, uh, we love you and we want, we want to uh, mark this, uh, this august achievement, as I said. We wanted to be here. We're so glad, and I can speak for my brother priest uh, now, and I can tell you thank you so much for inviting us to this coronation. I mean celebration. <laughs> Father Pete, you told me that I could preach for 45 minutes. Has the clock started yet? It's over, it's over huh? Oh, brothers and sisters, we have this gospel tonight. This is what I call a tough one. You'll notice it's very interesting, isn't it, that, um, you know, celebrating the, uh, the anniversary, the priesthood ordination anniversary for the, uh, for the mad Viking, we get about the most Viking gospel you can get, you know? Woe to you! Scribes and Pharisees, woe to you, you hypocrites. You know, this is pretty heavy duty. You know, I've noticed in, in my own uh, reading of the scriptures and study that oftentimes the readings that are given to us, that you could classify them in one of two ways. There are those readings that encourage us, right? And I like to refer to those as kind of the fluffy readings, the ones that that charge us up, that make us feel good, that give us a shot in the arm, which as followers of Christ, we all need from time to time, right? Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I, I need a shot in the arm every day, you know? And there are those scriptures that do that, especially the ones that, that lay out for us the promises of God, especially the ones that tell us how much our God loves us. Huh? I love those, you know? But then there's the second kind of scripture, and I call those the challenging kind. And that's what we've got in the gospel tonight. We've got one of those challenging scriptures. And I don't know about you, but I need both of those kinds of scripture. I need the encouragement, but I also need the challenge from time to time. Because I get lazy, you know? I get forgetful. I get sometimes half-hearted. And so I have to be challenged from time to time, too. I, I need to have a word that will uh, be the Holy Spirit's prod 
to get me up and get me moving again. To may sometimes to just to get back on the right track. So I think we all need the challenging ones too. And we got one tonight, as I said, right? Here's what's going on. Here's the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> and you can almost, from the words that are used in our gospel reading tonight, you can almost think that there's a sense in which he's kind of come to the point where he sort of had it with these guys who are called the scribes and the Pharisees. He's kind of fed up. And so he's now laying it out there. He's talking straight to them. So he had difficulty with these folks. And the interesting thing is, these were like the most religious folks, you know, in, in, in the Lord's time in Galilee and Judea. It was the scribes and Pharisees. They were the most devout. They were the most religious, you know. And everybody in the culture of that time looked upon these folks as being the most righteous. They were the super righteous. But the Lord Jesus continuously had trouble with them. He continuously had trouble trying to get them to understand what God was doing, this new thing, the kingdom of God breaking in. He couldn't get them to understand it. They weren't able to because they had turned their relationship with God into, into a multiplication of rules and regulations, nitpicky little rules that they had to follow every day, rules that governed everything from the family life, from their working life, their religious life, right? Even the way that they ate, the way that they drank, little rules that they followed. And in, in their system, in their understanding, they believed that those who kept all of these rules were the righteous ones. And if you didn't, if you weren't part of that select inner circle, then you weren't part of the righteous. You weren't somebody that God cared about, you know? You weren't in the inner circle. And here comes the Lord Jesus talking about God's love, talking about how God wants to lift up, how God wants to forgive, how there is mercy for the sinner with God. And of course, these two are going to clash. You know? If you're a rules and regulations kind of person, and then here comes Jesus talking about a God of amazing love and freedom, there's going to be a clash that takes place. Right? And that's what happens, as we know. See, this is what the Lord, why the Lord had a problem with the scribes and the Pharisees, the most religious people of his time, is because they had reduced their relationship to God into a multiplication of very, very detailed regulations. You know, God gave us ten commandments, right? And I think the scribes and the Pharisees, Father uh, Pete, you can, if I'm wrong about this, you can, you can correct me, but I think by the time the scribes and Pharisees had gotten a hold of their religious life, their ritual life, they had increased that to over 600, had they not? Rules? 600? 616 rules and regulations that you had to follow and be cognizant of every single day. And by doing so, this is how you pleased God. Can you see where the Lord Jesus might have a little bit of problem with that? Because he's talking about a God who embraces sinners. He's talking about a God who doesn't, doesn't uh, just look at the rule keepers with his love, but looks at everyone and calls everyone into a special relationship. Anybody who's willing to come, you're invited. 
That's the Lord Jesus. That's the one he calls Father that we're talking about. The one we call Father. And here was another thing, too, that the Lord Jesus really had a hard time with. And you get this in our gospel today with these scribes and these Pharisees. They, they were exclusive. They purposely saw themselves as the righteous. And so it was their small circle, their inner circle, who were the ones who were accepted, who were the ones who were qualified. And if you were outside of that circle, sorry, you don't get in. The Lord Jesus is not exclusive at all. Anybody who will hear his voice, anybody who will respond to him, anybody who will approach him in faith will be accepted. Will be accepted. And it doesn't really matter, as we know from the gospel stories, what those folks had done. They might have been big sinners, and there were a few of those in the gospel. And here's the Lord Jesus claiming that they're forgiven claiming that they're embraced, claiming that they're loved, right? So yeah, here's why this challenging gospel today is a good one for us, because we happen to be religious people, right? We're devout. We're followers of Christ. We're insiders, if you will, when it comes to our faith, when it comes to our church, when it comes to our religion, right? Well, the Lord Jesus, just like he was telling those scribes and Pharisees then, is telling us today that we can't be like that. We can't reduce God to a system and to technicalities, and we certainly can't be exclusive. The church is not supposed to fold itself in behind its walls. We're not supposed to come here and keep what we've been given, but we're supposed to share it. We're supposed to invite. We're supposed to love. We're supposed to reach out. All of those things that you know. But do we need to be reminded about that from time to time? Do we need to get the challenge once again? I won't speak for anybody here. You guys, are, you guys might be a lot farther, farther along than I am, but I need that a lot. I need the challenge too, as well as the encouragement. So that's what we're getting tonight. If you're challenged by what the Lord Jesus says, if you can place yourselves in the position of the scribes and the Pharisees tonight, good for you. Be encouraged, yes. You need that. We all do. But also be challenged. Remember, let us together with this gospel reading tonight, remember who we are, who we are called to be, right? Not people who see God in terms of technicalities, but in terms of relationship and love. Not people who are exclusive, but desirous of reaching out and engaging the world, especially those who need to hear what we have. Especially those who, who need our help, our compassion, our love, and our forgiveness. Yeah, when we do those things, who are we imitating? We're imitating Jesus, aren't we? We're being like our Lord. And brothers and sisters, that's what we're all called to do. Amen?